TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of aging well. Marcus Pierce here with you, and boy, oh boy, this man is never, ever too busy to be on 100 Not Out. He is the co-host, which I think is why he joins me every single week on the podcast, the king of wellness, Dr. Damien Christoph. How are you, brother? Hello, brother. It's always great to be here with you, and you make me feel less busy because you are. You make busy. me feel. <laughs> Isn't that? Uh, the next thing like will probably make people think a bit funny of us. <laughs> <laughs> a natural woman is a natural woman. Woman. <laughs> I love that. I love that. PC. Yeah. I was chatting with someone the other day. And I might even call him out, actually. I'll call him out. Jackson Christoph. I was talking to Jackson Christoph the other day. Uh-oh. He's based in Singapore these days. And um, I said, how are you, Bugsy? He goes, oh, so busy. I go, hey, Bugsy. He goes, what, Dad, what, Dad, what? I go, don't humble brag me. Don't humble brag me. He goes, Dad, I am. I'm so busy. I go, yeah, but how are you? Are you okay? Is everything all right? He goes, everything's good. I'm just busy. I go, mate, come on. Let's talk about something different. So I was I was having a bit of a think about it because through the week I was chatting with people and I was chatting with another dude at at, uh, at Vita and I said how's things mate and he goes oh so busy I said no but how are you he goes yeah busy as I'm like no way so we had a big uh, round table five table chat about um, busyness the humble brag um, and we spoke about this a, a number of years ago PC about um, What's his name? Gary or Greg? Yeah, Greg. Greg McEwen. Greg McEwen. Greg McEwen, talking about the humble brag and saying that when people ask you how are you, they're not asking the state of play in terms of how busy you are. They're actually asking how are you? Are you well? Are you feeling good? Are you feeling well? Are you feeling poorly? Um, are you inspired? What's going on? They don't want to know that you're busy. And, you know, I think maybe saying that someone's busy makes them feel good or good after. Well, this not is the best, yeah. not the best answer. And, and well, we, we were looking at this the other day. Um, we did like when COVID kind of opened up or when the world came back, episode 378, uh, June 21, we said busy is back and it's a humble brag. This was like, there must have been, I mean, June 21, that was only three months after kind of everything went down. Anyway, we said back Gee, then that, that busy is back. And now episode 530 or whatever we're up to, it's like busy is back bigger and better or worse than ever. It has It has made such a comeback after we had not much to do with our lives and we, you know, my kind of recollection was that we were doing a lot more socializing when we couldn't go on holidays, we couldn't get on airplanes, we couldn't yeah. go places, we couldn't go to cafes, we couldn't go out for dinner. Like mm. so many things we couldn't do. The social life became 
uh, like in my experience, became better. I, I can't remember all the circumstances which why that was, but I was talking to a friend the other day and we said, we've got to catch up. We used to see each other regularly. Now we're all back traveling and, you know, doing this and doing that and all the rest of it. That um, it, But whatever reason, this is what I'd love to talk about is, why does social fall down the so many rungs because of busy? Like that's doesn't feel right. Well, I had a bit of a I had a bit of a moment just then as you were talking, and what I've worked out is that everybody's tired. PC, tell me, like, yeah. have you noticed that everyone's really tired at the moment? Yes, like, people are just yes. tired, and I think what happened is got we got into a point. We got to a point in our life as humans in our evolution where we were packing our life full of stuff so much so that we lost we'd lost a bit of that interpersonal skill and interpersonal communication facebook became the norm instagram was a way of communicating snapchat had just kind of kicked off and going really well um and so there's kind of all these ways to communicate with people and so we felt like we were communicating more with people and then packing our lives with so many things kids are doing six or seven different activities every single week you're racing from here, there to everywhere. Um, you're trying to squeeze in meals. You're trying to eat healthy. You're trying to, you know, be hydrated. Got to get to the gym. Trying to fit in yoga. Got Pilates the other day. Got tennis on a Wednesday night. Um, the kids have got soccer and footy and cricket and um, dancing lessons and drama classes and all this sort of stuff. All the kids have got all this sort of stuff on. We we had so many things going on that we got so busy that in order for the world to survive, we had to have a freaking virus that locked us all down so we got this virus and it locked us all down so that then we had to take stock and go okay what's really important to us and so we worked out what was really important to us we felt like family and friends and social engagement wasn't it nice you know we're able to do this and we're able to be together and i can't wait to be able to see people and we're really craving that connection again so then when correct connection came back we made ourselves really busy with stuff in the home and doing all these things that kind of kept us close together. But then when we got the shackles off and the handcuffs were off, we're actually allowed to live life again. We filled ourselves, our lives with all the things that we used to do, plus all the things that we learned to do again through COVID. And now we're busier than what we've ever been. And people are exhausted because they can't keep up. And I think that's kind of where we're at. So I think that what people are really saying when they say they're busy is it kind of translates that to, I'm actually feeling pretty tired at the moment and I don't know how I can fit everything in. And I think that's what's going on. And because people are tired, they're not socializing as much because they get home from work or they get home from school and their day's been so packed that the last thing that they could think of doing is going out to someone's house or going out to a restaurant or going out to the pub or whatever else to maintain social connection. And so they've, they've stayed at home a little bit. So this... So I'll just really, yeah. So this episode will be called "Busy is Back." Dot dot dot, and we're exhausted. <laughs> like this is, it's not busy is back, and oh, I've got so much adrenaline because I've been locked in my house, and now I'm just like, I think we said after COVID, it was like we were like caged animals, and you were like, and everyone's pissed fit, they're on the booze because they've got so much more capacity thanks to their lockdowns, and they're like going wild, <laughs> and now it's like all the yeah. adrenaline's worn off, and we're like. Yeah. We, we we say I'm busy, exhausted. but I am yeah. exhausted. I cannot do, yeah, it's like the lockdown behaviours, lessons learned, and the things I used to do all together. Um, I was just yeah. writing down like it almost, 
is like, you know, when it was, you can only have, you know, two guests or four guests in your house type thing. I, I almost feel yeah. like sometimes now it's like, wow, in many ways it was like, okay, so who are your friends? And if you can only mm. pick four to have over for a dinner party. It's like that question. Now, if you can only pick four people in the rest of your life and you had the last dinner party, who would be the four people that you invite to dinner? Oh. You know, and people go, oh, Nelson Mandela, Jesus Christ, um, you know, Bob Marley yeah. and my grandma. You know, and so they'd say these, you know, random people and you go, okay, well, now who would it be? Who are those four people? Because actually you get to choose four people. Um, and we are doing that really well through COVID, you're right. Um, but we've kind of lost that. So it's almost, you know, you and I now right at this point in time are probably saying to people, let's appeal to start doing that again. Let's let's start to re-engage and get back to what is really important. And, and maybe you and I are being a little bit reflective on this because at the time of recording, we're three and a half weeks out from flying to Greece oh. for the longevity experience. And if you're yeah. not coming to that, you've missed out. It's such a shame. Um, <laughs> but you can come next year to 2024. So um, we're doing Greece and we're doing Icaria and Sardinia next year. So you want to get along to that. So, But Piercy, maybe you and I are being a little bit reflective because we're about to re-experience that. We're about to reignite that, you know, what's important side of our life again. Well, we're going on, on it's what feels like a reset, first time in four years. There are many people right now that are going, do I need to reset some elements of my life? Is it, is it my social life? Is it my professional life? I think there's a lot of people that are really torn about the whole hybrid hybrid working lifestyle. They're trying to work that out. They're also trying to work out, are they saying yes to too many things, but maybe yes to too many of the wrong things? Um, you know, Like you said, a lot of people are exhausted. It's like, have their, have their you know, Eating too much chocolate during lockdown, has it not really improved since the world opened up again? Um, and are they, you know, thinking of your crack your stress code um, uh, kind of levels, are they in a, in a place now where they're beginning to question shivers? Ha- have I got, you know, is my mental health not up to scratch? Am I actually feeling like life is dominating me rather than me having some control over my own life? Like, a lot of the conversations I've been having with clients lately is like they're almost trying to refine themselves. It's like I'm trying to trying to work out who I am again. All I've been doing everything for everyone else, which was even worse in the COVID times, and and now they're going, hold on, how do I actually bring bring a level of whatever the opposite of exhaustion is back? Like bring a level of calm, vitality, energy, vitality. And the yeah. word I've used, and I said it in the previous episode with um, Sarah Douglas Norris, is I'm amazed. How many people see this approach as an overly indulgent way to live? And I feel like that's why busy is back and we're exhausted because for some reason we don't think we're worthy of actually giving ourselves that energy, vitality, and good health. I agree. Sorry, mate. I just muted myself because there's some blokes in my backyard that are drilling away and like sanding off some bricks and stuff. And I don't know if you can hear Can you hear, can't hear a thing? Cannot. They're not oh, working. They're definitely, they're not working. Well, though. thank you. Thank you, Road Microphone Podcast people, for making such a great unidirectional <laughs> microphone. Because uh, if this still sounds good with those blokes in my backyard, I'll tell you what, it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, as you as you talk about that, you know, the reignition and the refinding of oneself, I think um, it's a really important point that you make because we 
we were all so um, clear about it and we were all um, so committed to doing what was important. And listen, you know, when we were chatting with Sarah and you made that point about, you know, that indulgence component of doing the things that you love doing, I realized today that when I was playing three days a week or four days a week of golf, not days, but games, I was significantly calmer and happier in my body. Um, And now that I'm back down to once, maybe if I'm lucky, twice a week, um, I'm not as calm in my body. But I'm finding ways in which I can fill my appointment book again, doing things that aren't necessarily as important to me as what golf would be, Um, and feeling calm and being able to provide a, a calmer environment for Amber when she gets back from work and so on and so forth. So it's a really great thing for you and I to discuss because even though you and I are discussing this, it's kind of like the teacher appears when you're ready to learn. And teachers teach what they need to learn themselves often. And I feel like we've just been learned, or certainly I've been learned, taught to get back to what's important. And uh, I've got to find a way to get back on the course a couple of times extra per week, I think, because... um that's what I loved coming out of COVID was just getting back to it again and not finding myself in that busyness, that rut of busyness. And, um, and I've got to get, I've got to make that work. Well, it's funny how often this comes up when other people bring it up. So you mentioned that about you and golf and that came from a complete stranger, our guest on last week's episode, we'd never met before. Um, So isn't that interesting? You know, we can learn from people that we just do not know. And then I think of when we were planning our itinerary for spending time in Greece together and you and I together for, um, is it two nights in Athens together? And I and you were like, what do you want to do? And I was like, oh, well, I'll go shopping and I'll buy my annual supply of T-shirts and shorts and, <laughs> you know, walk yeah. the streets. And you said, well, I, I will have just moved into our home, which everyone knows how full on that can be. I just want to lie by the pool and, uh, you know, read a book, have a drink, take it easy. And I was like, oh, oh, that sounds, that sounds incredible. And it's like, I feel like my muscle of just GSD, get stuff done, has been so in overdrive that I've almost yeah. shut off all filters of like uh, self-care and self-love might not be the right term, but, uh, but, but yes, like rest, relaxation, Rest and digest, parasympathetic, taking it easy, and I, and it was, when you said I just want to chill, it's like oh my gosh, that just sounds. And then I go oh the guilt. It's like oh but Sarah won't be there, and I won't have the kids, and I'll just be doing this like for myself with my mate, like. And then it's like is that okay? And I'm like Marcus, come on, why are you so resistant to just relaxing? Because you think of other. It's just it's an. It, this is what I mean. This is like you said. This is not just um, other people we're talking about. This is you and I feeling this way um, about ourselves in this new busy is back world. Um, there's not just a couple of people feeling this. This is this is a whole different form of epidemic, isn't it, or pandemic? Mm. Yeah, mate. This is um, this is a, this is a behaviour led pandemic um, that we see, and it has the potential to again disrupt social fibres and structure. 
Uh, and people are finding themselves agitated and frustrated. We're seeing changes of government. We're seeing changes of policy, frustration with decision makers. There's all this sort of stuff. And, um, and I, I think there's, it's never been more difficult to make a decision at the moment. And, and I think that's because I think people feel so pressed and so, you know, time poor that they want the decisions to be right, you know. Mm-hmm. And because we went through that black and white phase where everything was good, bad, you know, right or wrong, all that sort of stuff, we're kind of still a bit stuck there. You know, do I have to do this? You know, should I be doing this? You know, and so um, that whole have to and should on um, kind of scenario, people are, are, are doing to themselves. So you're right, this is a pandemic. And, and unless we are, you know, unless we are purposefully working through uh, the process of getting back to a calmness or a, a purpose, like a purpose-led life, I think we could all easily slip back into a, you know, kind of a rudderless kind of life where we just get to the end and we're exhausted and, and that's it. Um, so, again, finding what floats your boat, finding the colours uh, between the blacks and the whites, um, I think it's going to be really important again. I love that you just said we all need to find our way to a more purpose-led life or else we're rudderless, something along those lines. Um, mm. that is, that is the key. So, so I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot because I've got a couple of things. I'm like, okay, we've got to leave this episode. My male brain solution oriented closure. Got to be a couple of tips that are working for you and a couple of tips that are working for me as little hand grenades of ideas for people as we wrap up this episode. So you go first. But if you choke, it's okay. I'll go first. Two or three things you you're doing. First. You met me yeah. first. Okay. Well, two or three. Two or three things you're doing. What? Two or three things you're doing to, for what a better term, be less busy, less exhausted, more more energetic, have more vitality. So, mm-hmm. I'll give you mine. So mm-hmm. my 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 first one. As 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 um, counterproductive as it may sound, is I now get up every morning. And this is a habit because I've been doing the James Clear Habit Tracker, Atomic Habits Habit Tracker, and I've done it every every weekday morning and a couple of weekends. Is I do a, a process called Morning Pages, which is I learned from a lady called Julia Cameron out of a book called The Artist's Way, and I wake up in the morning and my book is already sitting on my desk. So I get up at five o'clock. Evie the cat generally meowing at my door at about five o'clock anyway. She so wants to play. I get up. Mm-hmm. I've already got the kettle full with a, a teapot full of water. Turn the kettle on, make myself a cup of tea, and then morning pages is just writing whatever's on my mind. It could be anything, work stuff, family stuff, social stuff, the most inane things, the weather, anything that comes out of your mind. And the idea of it is that it, it empties your mind of just – a lot of random stuff and it gives you a lot more clarity to like what you said, like make decisions, like important decisions in the day. So it's, a, it's, a, it's used a lot for um, creative spaces, but it's just useful a lot for, for presence. And what I've found is it has helped me have a lot more, a lot less mental clutter in the day and more mental clarity in the day. So I know for some people it sounds counterproductive to get up at five in the morning, but it's called morning pages for a reason because you know you realize how much stuff you have going on in your mind and this is just a way it's like a uh you just keep on writing doesn't you don't try and judge it too much you just write 
Um, and then after that, it's, you know, 5.30, quarter to 6, and I'll exercise for an hour. I might go on my bike for an hour and watch Ted Lasso. I might go for a walk um, and come back and do some Pilates stretches. And so by quarter to seven, when I'm having a shower, I've ticked off what feels like some purpose-driven work, some movement, um, maybe even some spirit-driven work, and I feel a lot more empowered for the day. I don't feel exhausted because it's been a, for want a better term, it's been an indulgent morning. It's all about me, no one else, what I want, how I want. Um, and I feel a lot more resilient and ready to start the day. And I've only been doing that for three or four weeks. And I've done it for chunks of time in my life. And I won't say that I'll do it every day for the rest of my life. I'm not going to be that outlandish, but I'm really enjoying it. And it's I feel like it has calmed my nervous system down um, to be able to work through bigger problems without getting into that, um, yeah, that overstimulated or the other thing is over-distracted thing because I find I'm nowhere near as distracted on the phone. I'm checking the AFL app less. Um, all of those little <laughs> things, um, yeah. just to just because I'm I'm working through stuff. So that's that's probably my big tip. Oh, and the other thing I'm finding is um, just earlier night times. Not getting sucked into the digital vortex at night. I love watching Ted Lasso and I love watching the footy, but that's probably the only like TV stuff I'm I'm watching. Anything else, I'm like I'm probably better off just going to bed. And that is a powerful kind of mantra: is like, what's better right now, going to bed or watching this? And and 99 percent of the time, I'm even stopping watching AFL demo at three quarter time. If I know the game is shot, often I would just want to want that sense of completion. But now, if it's like nine thirty, I'm like, there's no hope here, and I don't really care that much. I just go to bed, which is very odd behavior for me. So they're the little differences that I feel like um, may be beneficial to the listeners. Not sure if we can be friends anymore, but anyway, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Do you, uh, my old mate Marcus? He was a good guy. My ex, That's what I'll be my saying ex mate. <laughs> Yeah, stop watching good. footy Jeez. all the way through. He used to be like he used to be lots of fun. That's what I'll say. Nah, Pizzy, uh, I love that and good on you. Um, I've got a question though. How, how do you manage that with your massive family, four children, beautiful wife Sarah? Bear? Like, how do you get up at five and then you're still exercising at seven o'clock in the morning? Or nah, six forty-five. So yeah, how- so the kids get up at about six forty-five-ish, and then mm-hmm. I'm having a shower at six forty-five, and then I'm making breakfast at seven. And then right. Sarah or I are in the car with the kids at eight eight fifteen ish. Okay, so that's pretty good. That's how we roll. Pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. Well done. I think it's important, you know, to because there's that's a contextual piece there, right? You know, so because people go, oh, well, PC, you know, you just don't even look after the kids, you know, that you you just get up and go and do your thing and go and get your golden latte at Footbridge, and you know, what do you do with your CPC? <laughs> like, but <laughs> they need to know that you're up cooking eggs and greens. You know, every single day. So yes, they boy. get they get breakfast by their dad. I do two drop offs a week, and I do four. Yes. What am I? I do two foot like footy training, and with and and I'm the coach of Derby's basketball team. So I think it's three or four afternoons finish at two or three in the afternoon. I said to someone the other day, I struggle to get thirty hours of work done each week because at this stage of our family life, there are just so many commitments. But I'm not alone. That's millions of people around the world. But it's a choice, isn't it? I always I always yeah. admired. When Jackson was young, your um the way that you worked in having quality time with your boy, I will never forget. I think the first time I ever met you in person, Damo, you brought Jackson down to Wonthaggy. So you drove with Jackson for like an hour and a bit in the car 
He would have only been like yeah. 10, 9. Yeah, no, he was definitely in primary yeah. school. Um, mm, and I mm. always remember that. I was like, what a dad. What a, what a thing. Well, they're moments, aren't they? They're, they're moments. moments. They're the moments that you get. How good yeah. is it when you've got your kid locked in the car? They actually talk. It's the best. <laughs> 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 nothing else to do. Uh, they just start talking. They just everything comes out. It's the yeah, greatest. It's so good. Um, no, it's great. So, what am I doing? I think at the moment, you know, coming off the back of this move, we we are actually literally properly tired, um, and we've got to the end of that. Um, and thinking, okay, what do we need to do? So we're now back up again, um, going for our walks and going for runs. Um, so that's really important. Are you I'm training really for a marathon? Are, are you training for a marathon? Yeah, Ravi and I actually spoke about that last night. My great mate, oh. Ravi Rudner, who's a runner. Oh. Um, he'll tell you all about Egg. that. Um, Exclusive. Yeah. So I'm not, I haven't committed to training for a marathon, but what I have committed to is continuing to run. I'm going to start doing park runs. Uh, and so that's going to be a little bit of fun. And I just want to see how my knees and hips and all that sort of stuff hold up, you know. And I think that it should be all right. Because remember when I was training, uh, when I started running again, I blew both calf muscles. And so yeah, one of them was like, chasing oh. after Jackson or trying to keep up with Jackson or something. I was trying to do four minute 10Ks. You're right. But it's still, um, I want to make sure that I could do it without getting an injury. So exercise is important for me as long as I don't get an injury. Um, and so I'm really mindful of aches and pains and all that sort of stuff and what's going on with my body. So I'm careful of that. Um, I'm being very diligent with getting adjusted again, which is really mm. important because you can kind of be a little bit flippant about being adjusted uh, when you're a chiropractor. You used to go, oh, you know, I'm just going to lie down. Can you can you check me? And you get a, this really quick adjustment, um, which may or may not have all the care in the world in it. Uh, whereas if you make an appointment to go and get adjusted from a chiropractor and you've carved out some time, then it's a it's a better adjustment rather than just that you know quick yes. let's get one in here before such and such turns up. So that's been that's really important for me because it helps with clarity, uh, my physical well being, uh, and and how I how I manage things. Also, um, I suppose being I'm just better again with clever nutrition. You know, so making sure that my food's right and making sure that I'm supplementing appropriately. Mm. Um, because there was a time there where I had dropped that off. And so I'm just now bringing things back into what is needed in order to get vitality and energy and calmness back. Um, I took time to have a bath the other night, which was really nice. <laughs> you know? And so just yeah. little things like that that kind of just, you know, they're like little what you might think is a treat, but it's the sort of things that you need to do to keep your body going and to yeah. keep your mind um, calm. And so it's just little things, like little, it's nothing That's significant. So I'm not trying to change habits. I'm just trying to do little things. Yeah, I love this. Oh, there are so many. I'd love, this is what I love, like you mentioned on a previous episode or maybe this one, like there is so much in between the black and the white. Like when you, when you, all those nuances, like having a bath. See, for me, a bath is like, oh, really? All that I don't know, but then when I have it, I'm like, oh, it's really nice. I mean, I'll, I'll have a bath in Athens. I'll have a bath in Athens. Um, I'm going to show you my bath. My bath is unbelievable. It's, <laughs> it's seriously. Yeah, how would you not so, want to have a bath in your bath? Yeah, it's um, unbelievable. So um, yeah. definitely worthwhile doing that. But I think that's really important. The other thing I've started doing is um, is being deliberate with the meetings that I have in my lunch breaks. Um, so as opposed to carving out another lunch break in another day, like making sure that my Tuesdays, my Thursdays, my Mondays, um, which are my 
in practice days, I use those lunch breaks or those lunch times properly mm. um, because that's my opportunity to do admin and to, you know, do connection time with, you know, my, my team. team, my staff, and uh, that's really important. Yeah. Oh, well done. There's a lot. I reckon there's a lot of good stuff in there. That, that for me, ends this episode on a really can-do positive space that despite the fact that busy is back and we're exhausted, there is a way out. There is a way through. And um, out of this, like you said, it's like a behavioral-led pandemic that we are all culpable and responsible for. Um, the only way out of it is for all of us to prioritize ourselves, to be indulgent, to put ourselves as number one and to make it happen. So as always, great man. Thanks for your honesty on this uh, episode of 100 Not Out. You too, Piercy, and thanks for sharing your wisdom. It's uh, always a pleasure. For more on Damo, folks, head on over to damienchristoff.com. Do yourself a favor and go down to Vita Lifestyles in Sandringham. See Damo or the team in person. Uh, myself, marcuspierce.com.au. And if you are wise enough to join us in Ikaria or Sardinia down the track, head on over to 100onout.com. Um, register your details and we will keep you in the loop. Until next time. As always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.